Um, this I find the PEMSO is is all about consistency, but it also it also elevates you. Welcome to the PEMSO Effect podcast. Host Steve Schrout provides tips for anyone challenged with living a balanced lifestyle in today's world. He created the PEMSO Effect concept while working as a senior media executive to help him overcome his challenges with balancing career, family, and his personal life. On each episode, Steve will share from his personal journey and interview leading experts about their research and their life experiences. He will present concepts and strategies to help you discover your best self, enhance your performance, and develop your personal brand. Here's Steve with today's edition of the PEMSO Effect. I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me here on today's episode of the PEMSO Effect. Uh, if you're new here, the only thing you really need to know is that the word PEMSO is actually an acronym that stands for Physical, Emotional, Mental, Spiritual, and Occupational Growth. We like to support the philosophy that when leaders take better care of themselves, they can actually take better care of the people around them. You may have listened to previous episodes of The PEMSO Effect, and I hope they are very interesting to you, and you may have even tried some of the concepts. For today, we are going to hear from somebody who has spent the past eight months actually utilizing the concepts and has achieved some very fantastic results. My thought here is that you would like to see that the strategies actually do work when you put them into place and use them to create a quality lifestyle and not just paying attention to quantity. Chris Bertrand is a high-performing executive that has worked for institutions such as Air Canada, Walmart Canada, Apple, Rexall Pharmacies, and is now the Vice President of Store Operations for Golf Town. He has been using the PEMSO strategies over the past eight months and has enjoyed some very spectacular results. Chris, I want to welcome you to today's episode. Thanks for having me, Steve. Hey, uh, you know, you and I have been working together, I guess it's what, about eight or nine months now. You're one of my executive coaching clients. And, uh, you know, you've you spent some time in your past working with some pretty big names. You know, I, I listed in your bio, you know, Air Canada, Walmart, Apple, and now you're at, uh, you know, the nation's largest golf retailer, Golf Town. How long have you been there now? Well, uh, just over five years. And what's your responsibility? What do you do there? I'm the vice president president of store operations. I'm responsible for the sales and the customer service aspect of uh, 47 stores uh, mm. coast to coast. Mm -hmm. You know, today we want to talk about your involvement, you know, the way that you worked through the PEMSO effect, you know, and, and had your own kind of experiences. I love some of the breakthroughs that you've had. You and I have worked together on this and some of the stories that you have. But I, I want to kick us off with a discussion and just saying, uh, when you and I got together, you know, eight, eight or nine months ago, where were you at in your PEMSO? If you could give a summary of what life was like for you at that time. Where I was, uh, you know, just, uh, I think over nine months ago, you know, I, I don't think I was in a great place, Steve. Um, I think I, I lived in fear. You know, I, I was always fearful that the, the other shoe was going to drop. And living in that type of environment, um, you know, kept, kept you sharp and kept you looking at all aspects of the of the business but didn't really uh, make you as an impactful leader as I feel I am today um, you know physically for example I was not in a great place um, you know I was not a I was never completely out of shape but I wasn't in shape I wasn't healthy I was eating you know pretty much what I wanted 
Um, you know, I would go on, you know, a diet here, a diet there. I would work mm. out here. I'd work out there. I didn't have a good schedule in, in my life. No structure and to it. No, no structure. Yeah. And well, this is, this is good. Why don't we kick off with that? Let's continue on talking about the PEMSO in the physical realm. When we started working together on the PEMSO, what, what kind of things changed for you or what did you start to focus on? Well, it was funny when I, when I was reading your bio, Steve, um, you know, <laughs> I found there was a lot of uh, similarities. Um, you know, I, I travel, you know, I, I look after 47 locations and I was on an airplane, you know, pre COVID I was on an airplane right. 130 times. Uh, in, in 2019, um, you know, Hey, I, I enjoyed the status, you know, I enjoyed staying in nice hotel rooms, you know, it's fun. You go to go to, you know, different restaurants, mm -hmm. but you know, the, the time changes across Canada, different time zones, you know, you're not making, uh, the, the best decision. I always brought my, my, my workout gear with me, never, never worked out. I think I could <laughs> count you know, on a handful of times where I was at a, in a gym at a hotel and, and, you know, you just, you know, I, I found out my, my routine was I would, I would go to bed way too late. Um, I would do emails. I would catch up on uh, the, the time I was in store, you know, being uh, impactful or, or having good conversations with my associates and my, my management team. But then, you know, I still had all the whirlwind of my, my day job mm -hmm. that I caught up at night. You know, I would I would just go to bed late and I would wake up tired and I would start the cycle all over again. And then um, I never I was never strategic with my travel either. I would go I would find the flights that, um, you know, best suited being in, in store. So, you know, if I was going to Calgary, for example, because that's where you're from, you know, I would leave at eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm up, at, I'm up at five, drive to the airport or Uber to the airport, get on right. an airplane get get to Calgary, go hit as many stores as I could just to, you know, tick the box. Mm. And, and those visits are, you know, what, what, what was the quality of those visits? And uh, then get get to the hotel around seven, eight o'clock at night and then have dinner, which is not healthy, and then start the cycle all over again. You know, and, you're you're touching on some great points here because you can live your life on autopilot when you're traveling, no pun intended, but uh, it will catch up to you. When we talk about the physical self, we're actually talking about, you know, your eating habits, your physical activity, and also your sleep. And, you know, we started working on the physical side of your PEM. So which one did you have to really, you know, make improvements on first or which ones of those three really impacted the other mostly? I think eating, um, I've never been, I, I've never, you know, I was always a snacker. Um, I never ate terribly, but I wasn't cognizant of, you know, intermittent fasting or keto or um, where, where I am now, I, I am, I eat very well right now. So I try not to have meals past six o'clock at night. You know, of course, you know, during playoffs, you're gonna, you're gonna slip off the wagon a little bit, but, um, now I'm, I'm really scheduling my eating. I have alarms for everything. I calendar my whole life now. So, you know, I, I have a, a regimen when I wake up, I don't pick up my phone anymore. I, I hold mm. off. I have a cup of coffee. I need a coffee to kick off my day. And uh, my wife always gets me, gets the coffee. That's our routine. And then I go into, I, I'm fortunate enough to have a gym in the basement. You know, when I started this off, uh, when we started this journey, Steve, you know, I was 238 pounds. I'm Great. six feet. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I've always been a big guy uh, and, and, you know, an athletic uh, frame, but I wasn't in shape. I was intoned. 
Mm. And then, you know, started eating well and started exercising. I found that the weight came off very quickly. You know, I'm down, down 30 pounds. Wow. I've gained a little bit back, but it's a lot more muscle and I feel better in my skin. I just have so much more energy. And I find, you know, starting to go back to the PEMSO, you know, that this is the most important aspect for me is that I feel my confidence level has increased dramatically, totally correlated with the, um, the physical uh, aspect of the PEMSO. Um, when I focus on certain aspects of my, uh, my business day, I have a lot of responsibility, but I could take the responsibility for myself first mm-hmm. and then focus on, on what I need to. And I can yeah. fit that in a framework of a, of a workday now. What I found too, Steve, was I watched a lot of TV. When you're not in check emotionally, you needed a, I needed an outlet. So I used TV. I watched a lot of TV, whether it was a movie or a TV show. What happens when you're, you're, you're watching TV from say seven to 10 or 11 o'clock at night, you lose four hours of your day every day. And you, you enough was enough. And I wanted to be a better partner uh, to my wife, a better father to my children. I have two daughters. It's, it's, it's important. I have to be uh, on my A game and whether that's at work or whether that's at home, both are entwined and yeah, you have to, uh, you have to be able to be present. And mm. I find now that I'm more present as, as a partner, especially to my wife. I think that's such an excellent point, you know, bringing a heightened level of awareness to who you are physically and, taking out the wasted time and replacing it with intentional quality time has actually helped you. And you kind of already alluded to the next step in the PEMSO, which is the emotional self. It actually adds quality in so many different areas. So let's talk about emotional. When we look at the emotional side of who we are, it's our ability to to manage our emotions uh, and not be extreme with them, make sure that uh, the emotions that we're exhibiting align with what we're going through at the moment. Uh, it's not really that we have to be happy all the time, but we, we sure don't want to be uh, wide swinging. We want to be more in control of who we are emotionally. Uh, what about you? You know, on your journey, how about the emotional side? What did you see? I find the emotional side for me, Steve, is probably the most difficult to manage or self, self-regulate. Mm-hmm. I move fast. I've moved fast my whole life. Um, but moving fast doesn't mean you're moving right. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I would, I would be very knee jerky with my responses and, or I'd be too emotional or too aggravated. Um, I wasn't crazy, but depending on, on who was receiving the messaging, you know, that it could be very off putting. And, and as a leader, especially in the role that I'm in now, I have to be cognizant that my executive presence is being viewed by those above me those at my level and those below me. And so it's, it's crucial importance to, to ensure that your emotions are in check and working on different strategies. Now I feel again, more confident than I ever felt in in my professional career. And for me, that that's a great place to be in because I feel that my, my quality of output is much more impactful now. I think that's, that's so important to say that, you know, as much as you can be aware of who you are physically, 
adding that awareness to your emotional self. And I like what you said about self-regulation. It just brings a whole nother level of perspective of how you're showing up at work and at home. You know, one of the next areas to focus on in the PEMSO is our mental self. And when we talk about our mental self, that's really our, our ability to stay alert. It's the mental acuity that we have as we go through our days, you know, our ability to learn, to stay sharp and focused throughout the day. Tell me your experience with that over the past eight, nine months. I didn't have a real struggle with the mental aspect of it. I feel that um, I've always been compared to a sponge. I love to learn. I love to uh, self-learn. I love to read. Um, I I read a lot of leadership books. And uh, so, yes, I, I definitely invest in my, my Um, Mm self-learning, you know, did I ever contemplate getting a performance coach? No, I, that was never, it was never something that I would say, Hey, you know, it was there value in that. And now, you know, going through this, this journey, I'm like, wow, I wish I had it 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And funny story, my, uh, my daughter who's 16 is seeing a uh, female uh, performance coach yesterday. She had her first session and she came back beaming. And mm. they had a really good connection. So I'm always of that mindset of that you have to practice uh, mm. continuously if you want to get to the next level. Why isn't the same equate to your professional life? Yeah, exactly. And having somebody there to uh, hold you accountable and stretch you and ask the tough questions, you know, even in the topics of the PEMSO just helps you stay on track and really help you make decisions that are going to be most beneficial to you. Let, let's talk about the spiritual side. That's the fourth aspect of the PEMSO. You know, this is one that's a bit of an enigma for a lot of my clients. When we start talking about it, they you know, try to get their head wrapped around, you know, what does that mean anyways? Is this a faith perspective or is it something else? And I like to kind of define it as it can be you know, a faith founded way of thinking if, if that's who you are, but it's also about your purpose. It's about how you choose to show up and contribute in your daily life, whether it be at work or at home and, uh, how others see you applying your strengths most naturally in a unique way throughout the day. What about you? Uh, when we started talking about this, what were you thinking and how have you kind of evolved that thinking over time? You know, I'm a passionate person. I, I lead my life with passion, whether that's for, you know, again, for my the love of my wife or my children or my friends. You know, I'm always I try to be there. I try to be present at a drop of a hat. If a friend needed me or my family needed me, I'm that guy. I, I love to help and trying to equate that to my purpose. I want to help others, whether it's professionally elevate to the next level or or be great in their roles, be the coach that I know I can be. That is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I think that's so so true of you. I mean, I, I've i come to know you in this past year, and I, I think that really is your unique way of contributing to those around you and, and to do it with high quality. I do think once people land on their purpose, it really provides a new reason to get up and go to work every day, especially if they can attach their purpose to their occupation, which is a good segue into kind of the last part of the PEMSO, which is your occupational self. And, you know, often we think of our occupational self as really just that professional part of who we are, you know, the, the job that we have. I like to suggest that our occupational self is more defined by what occupies our time. Of course, during uh, the day it's, it's the job we do, but what about your personal life 
And how are you occupying your time personally? You know, you alluded to that you used to spend a lot of time watching TV, which was low quality. What changes have you made in the past year on your occupational self that you feel has been helping you or leading to a better outcome for you? I, I think it's spending quality time with those who you, who you love. And whether it's, um, you know, puttering around the house together, sitting on the couch, reading a book, you know, maybe not even talking or communicating, just spending quality time with those who you care about. And at work, it's, it's spending quality time with, with, you know, on a one-on-one with one of my team um, or being in stores, which, you know, unfortunately with COVID, I haven't been to too many stores um, just, you know, it's, it's not the right decision uh, to make right now, but, you know, when a couple of years ago, which it's, which is crazy to say now, it's just, uh, that's how uh, the world's changed, but, you know, we're going to be coming back to normal. I, I really am going to apply my learnings when I go to the store and spend super quality time, impactful time during a visit. Um, that's, that is so crucial for me now is just the, the quality of the work of the output. I love the way that you attach your PEMSO growth to your leadership quality. You know, when you're in such a highly visible position in an organization, that the way that you carry yourself, the way that you exemplify your life, you know, whether it's personal or professional, uh, you need to realize that you are actually being viewed as a role model and the people around you decide whether or not they want to follow your lead or or not. And when we focus on kind of the five areas of the PEMSO and you you work towards progressing them and adding quality to each of those five areas, people see that. It starts to become almost like your personal brand and you know you do become a better role model. What encouragement would you give to anyone else, either in a leader, leadership position or highly visible professional life? You know, what would you say to people about the effects of the PEMSO for you? For me, it's, it's the consistency aspect of it, which is, is so crucial. Um, this, I find the PEMSO is, is all about consistency but it also it also elevates you and and I've done you know through this journey so much reflection I reflect on my my physical well-being um, on my health which is which is crucial now and 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 I honestly I feel the best I felt I feel like I'm in my 20s now and I just have so much energy and I'm bursting all the time and I I make a decision to be happy in my day. I make a decision to be uh, passionate. I make a decision to be very impactful when I when I turn on my computer and and my output has quality rather than quantity. And that's something I've always struggled with was the the quality versus the quantity of my work. Chris, I, I love your story and I love your journey through the PEMSO, but you know there there's some unintended consequences that we sometimes experience as we go through this and. What did the people around you see as you went through the process and how has it trickled over into some of the people's habits around you? You know, I think the biggest benefit right now for me is, is I'm present when I listen to people, uh, when I provide my opinion on something or I provide counsel, I feel that I'm not rushing, I'm providing quality. And when you provide quality in an organization, it elevates everybody. And when you're not as stressed or you're not as rushed, now people want to call you. They want to talk to you. They'll pick up the phone. 
And now you're having a more meaningful exchange with your, your team members. Yeah. And, and I enjoy that. And now it's all about self-regulation. It's all about reflection. And, uh, and I do that a lot, Steve. I, I reflect all the time. I, my self-awareness has gone through the roof um, since this journey. I, I think that is such a, a great aspect to this process is the awareness. Uh, a lot of people, in fact, a lot of executives don't realize that their lack of awareness becomes a bit of a glass ceiling for themselves. They can't understand why they can't get the promotion, have better productivity, you know, produce better quality. And a lot of times it just has to do with their own awareness and uh, providing, you know, taking time for reflection is one of the best ways that you can increase your awareness. Um, I think this has been great. I really, really do appreciate the work that you've put into this. Of course, you know, I've seen your journey over the past year and uh, it's just been astounding. Uh, the changes that you've made, I've seen your confidence go through the roof. Uh, you've told me, you know, even about some instances where, you know, you, you've shared your experiences even with those closest to you, like your family or your wife, and they've started to, to pick up on some of the principles and habits as well. I really want to encourage you to keep up with the process and uh, let it become a way of life for you uh, as you go into your future and develop your career. Uh, anything else you want to say to the listeners today about the process and any encouragement you want to give them? You know, thank you. First of all, uh, I've enjoyed um, this time together. Um, it's about a journey. It really is a journey and it's about the learnings along the way. And it's not just about the destination. I want to wish you well, you know, as you continue the journey. Of course, you know, I'll see you in, in our sessions together. Um, but Chris, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, it was my pleasure, Steve. Thank you for uh, offering this opportunity. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Pemso Effect. If you enjoyed this content, please share it with friends. Stay connected by subscribing to receive notifications about future episodes. For more about Steve, go to steveshrout.com. Until next time, develop your PEMSO and discover your best self. Mm -hmm.